0: Hey everyone, it's uh, James, James from the podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, Just before we get started, I wanted to let you know that uh, Nick and I recently made an appearance on The Simpsons Index, another Simpsons podcast. Uh, We have an appearance on episode 66, the theme of that podcast is that you watch... Three different episodes, one from each decade, and you evaluate them. So we watched Lisa's Rival from season 6, Grift of the Magi, or Magi, or however that word is pronounced, from season. I want to say 11, 12, 13, somewhere around there. And then some uh, bullshit episode from the new season, the later season. So. Go and check that out. It was uh, really nice to be on there. We had a good time. Hopefully you will like it too. Don't take we won't take up. Do things with the least like number of steps Very involved. Conscious of the fact that there's a huge chunk of ice in my glass here. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, yeah. oh that yeah, that ice clink. Picking up the tinkling. Mm. Interesting. I wouldn't tap the table with the new microphone. No. Jesus, this thing is. This is intense. S- this is sensitive. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, yeah, we have a new microphone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I assume you can. I assume that you, the listener, is wowed by the difference. Yeah, it's very substantial. It's kind of terrifying. We are in a constant yes. state of ter- staring at this yes. monolith in the middle of the table. I am. A, so, a couple of changes. Uh, we've gone from uh, sitting on the couch, or if you're me, sometimes occasionally laying on the couch, um, <laughs> to sitting at my kitchen table. There's a towel on the table and we're staring at each other. It's a yeah, big, it's being okay. also both showered beforehand. That's why there's a towel down. Yes. Yeah. And you'll have to speak up, the table's wearing a towel. Yes, that, <laughs> that is true. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. This is a little wrap-up episode we're going to do of season two of The Simpsons, in which we discuss our... Oh, I, I can hear... I can hear me... <laughs> crinkling the pages. Crinkling paper. the paper. Uh, this is where we're going to wrap up season two of The Simpsons, give... Uh, I'm going to begrudgingly give my top five episodes, top fives aren't something I enjoy doing, and you're going to give yours with gusto. Yes, because I I believe that people will want to listen to a thing that says top five on it. Sure. Yeah, this is pure marketing. That sounded so good through my headphones. (laughs) All right. That's just for us. I, I doubt that, but it's going to remain. This is a episode. really nice microphone. <laughs> it's Really good. Okay. Um, well, do we go like your five, my five, your four, my four, your three, my three? Yeah, sure. That sounds like the uh, proper order of operation. All right. So let's start with your numero cinco. Numero cinco. Brought to you by BuzzFeed. we're well, not brought to you by BuzzFeed, but uh, number five. Uh, the episode I picked as number five, kind of thought it was going to end up higher than this, but in my final deliberations, I settled uh, on number five. Yeah. One fish, two fish, Homer dies, death dream. That was my number five. You know what's astonishing? My yeah. number five is one, two, blow blue. That's what I've written it as. <laughs> one, two, blow blue. Yeah. We've both got the same. That's that's crazy. Yeah. What, what are the odds that we would both, uh, we the two friends would like um, this episode about the same amount. Well, there were, uh, 22 episodes in season two. There are five possible positions. I can't do that maths in my head. It's one in 22, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Or it would be higher than that because some of the episodes are bad. Uh. Oh, no, you know. Mm, yeah, no, I, it doesn't matter. Okay, so, uh, one we'll fish, th- two fish, Homer dice, death dream, or as you call it, one, two, blue, blow blue, blue, blue blow, uh, death dream, uh... Is the episode where Homer eats some bad fish and dies. Yes, the, yes. The, the, the Fugu episode. So, what did. I guess we can just discuss this one in tandem. What did you like about this episode? Um, this episode has a lot of heart for me. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, not enough to put it at number one on the list, but it's, uh, you know, we get to see Homer go on a little journey. Little um, journey. A little journey of, of what's important to him at the point where he thinks he might die. Little Journey was the uh, PlayStation Vita version of the hit game Journey, wasn't it? Yes, Little Journey. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have a Vita somewhere. I've never played. Do it. you? Oh wait, no. I've got a PSP somewhere. Ah, that would have um, that would have really shocked me if you had a Vita. I feel like that's a thing that I should have known about. <laughs> that I should have reported it to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a PSP and I've literally never played it. So, okay, good. I'm not even sure why I bought it. Um, to play Little Journey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is that the game when you're in the red robes going across the sand? Yes. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Alright, I know things. But little. Um, yeah, no, it's a really good episode. It's got some um, uh, solid things in it. It's got Homer discovering stuff. Yeah, I like it because it's a good cautionary tale about the dangers of eating fugu. And Homer dies at the end, which I like. Well, I mean, it's also got a mention of the infernality of brass, which is something I really enjoy keeping an eye out for. Yeah. Um, great episode, slightly racist, but other than that... Other than that, pretty good. Yeah. It is, uh, Richard Sakai was upset by the episode because he didn't like the way certain things were portrayed in that, and that's fair enough. Uh, Very fair. Matt Groening, I've I've read, like, production notes on a later episode from season three where he wrote in the margin, uh, be careful with representation here. Richard Sakai was, for instance, embarrassed by this one particular episode. And that was this one, the number five best episode of season two. Oh. Okay, you put a really interesting spin on that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, what's your number four? My number four... Is, uh, oh, bro. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Where are you, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's your number four. Did you just look at my list and copy it? No, this is not a bit right now. This is... Fuck, this is genuinely amazing. Because my my number four is, oh, bro. <laughs> Where are you, though? <laughs> Where are you, though? Oh, that's, yeah. that's a nice, that's a yeah. nice ending. Um, uh, yeah, once again, you know, a classic, very important episode. If someone said to me what episode of The Simpsons should I watch? Because I've never seen it before for some reason. Maybe the, maybe the kid that grew up in the Munro box. Um, <laughs> Colossus, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, Colossus. If Colossus came to me and said, which episode of The Simpsons should I watch? Um, uh, oh Brother, Where out Thou? That's definitely out there. With the ones that they should be watching. Sorry, Oh and, Bro, um, Where Are You Though? Yeah, Oh Bro, Where Are You Though? Is, is your reasoning largely DeVito-based in the way that mine is? Um, are you a fan of the DeVites? Am I a fan of the Deweets? Yes. Maybe not to the extent that you are a fan of the Deweets. As Big fan of the Deweets. Time. Mad fan of the Deweets. I've got a box Love of vita me some Deweets. I've got a box of vita over there. Are they the same thing? <laughs> That's how he's maintained his vitality over the years, yeah. Nice, Vita-deweets. vita Vital yes. for the Deweets, he says as he barrels into the um, supermarket. Barrels in. Yeah, and they try to stop him, but he eats all of them. I'm really concerned that our lists are going to be completely identical. <laughs> I'm not even sure I want to ask you what your number three is. Well, we're still on number four. Oh, we're we're going to talk, gonna talk more about Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay, sure. This, this is a Danny DeVito podcast for like the next minute or so. I would lean back in my chair, but I'm terrified that the microphone <laughs> will pick up that noise. So, <laughs> please carry on. Tell me more about uh, Double D, DeVito. More about the DeVito. I, um, you've never watched? Always, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia, have you? No. Which is very DeVito centric. He's central to. He's he's fantastic. He's very lovable. He's a bit of a kook in ways that I appreciate. Right. I feel like uh, Danny DeVito's continued success is this, like, uh, people look at him as this sort of, like, uh, body positivity sort of uh, symbol, I think, in some ways, because he's short and bald and historically has been rather fat, although he has recently lost weight. He actually looks really good right now. It's, uh, I just think DeVito and the success of DeVito and the fact that DeVito's a really nice guy... And the fact that he's so fucking good in this episode. I just have very fond thoughts about Daniel DeVito every day, so seeing, seeing the DeVito in this one just makes me happy. Has this turned into Pods in the Key of DeVito? <laughs> this was always Pods in the Key of DeVito. Pods in DeVito of Springfield. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always sunny in Springfield was the uh, alternate title for this podcast. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been a good name. <laughs> Is it too late to rebrand our entire podcast? Well, I mean, you did just get 250 business cards printed. That's true. And right? we're looking at them right yeah, now. Yeah, we have actual business cards. Uh, if you ever see either of us in real life... Y- you uh, will be given yeah, a business card. Me, probably more specifically, because... Uh, you tend to socialise. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've been going to events and handing these out. The, uh, if you were at PAX Australia last weekend, good chance I tried to give you one of these business cards. Yeah. Didn't you say you gave one to the organizer of PAX? I did. Yeah, yeah. On a on a total whim as well. Like I I don't know what we were talking about, but I handed him a business card, and he said, "Wow, that happened really fast." Did you just have that like on hand, ready to hand it to me on the off chance it was relevant? I said, "Yeah, that's what happened." I've had my hand in my pocket all day, holding three of these cards, hoping someone will mention something. And he said that he doesn't like podcasts; he doesn't like listening to them. I said, "We'll just download them then, whatever." It adds to our numbers. I don't care. <laughs> nice which is a good thing to tell your friends by the way just download the episodes bro you just just subscribe ma'am. yeah just subscribe just give them five stars so it's, it's, it's all we want number three really worried we're gonna i think we're gonna have to send number three by the way three men in a comic book no all oh, right uh, okay cool well let's talk about your number three then. Uh, three men. And a comic book. See, what I really liked about that episode is not on my list, but what I really like Ooh. about it is the way the DVD kept skipping, we missed a bunch of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and was see, great. And see what really I... Really cut down on time when recording. And so what I assume is that this episode deserves to be there because we only saw about two thirds of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't remember what happens in that final third, but I have a feeling it's probably good enough to put it in number three on my top five of season two. The boys all fight. They all want the comic book. The boys Uh, are back in town. Yep. The boys are back in town. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's got nice, nice little, it starts off as being teamwork. They all band together to get the thing and then everything Mm. goes wrong because Bart is for some reason delusional. Have you, have you thought, by the way, that that, the the entire conflict in that episode, and I don't think we discussed this at the time, but the entire conflict in that episode is because Bart is for some reason unnaturally suspicious that everyone is going to do the wrong thing by him. There's actually, That's true. There's actually not a conflict until Bart imagines there is one, and then everything falls to pieces. Yeah, I think my favourite stuff in that episode is the low-key story of Bart trying to earn $100 more so than the uh, oh, yeah. the three lads with their comic book with and Mrs. tying each other up and... Uh, you know, probably suffocating Milhouse in his sleep and that sort of thing. I, I forget what happens in that whole time skip. My number three was, uh, as far as I'm concerned, another triumph. Brush with Greatness. Oh, <laughs> I see what you've done there, Mr. Segway. uh that's good. I like it because uh, Marge has to draw Mr. Burns' dick and that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And it has Ringo Starr in it and he hung it on his wall. I was listening back to our Ringo Starr Uh, episode and we cannot do Ringo Starr impressions as it turns out. I hung it on me wall. Nah, it's terrible. Do you think that if this was a modern episode of The Simpsons... What if Simpsons modern? What if Simpsons modern? Would Homer have iPhone? Do you think that if it was a modern episode of The Simpsons they would have shown Burns' dick? Ooh, would they have shown? Well, actually, the um the laws around this have changed. They can't even show Homer's butt anymore. They can't show butts on really? the anymore. No more butts. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. If um, if Bart calls up Mo and says, "I'd like to see more butts," Mo has to respond. Well, sorry, you can't anymore. <laughs> Not in this time slot, Buster. Yeah. Yeah, that's an actual thing that's happened. Like, um, the classification rules or the time slot rules have changed. Right. They can't show naked butts anymore. Well, what happens to the reruns then? Do they now get pixelated? I think the they still exempt. can. Right. But the new can't episodes cre- can't show... They can't uh, create new butts. Homer's, Homer's big old butt. Big old butt. Big old butt out of the picture. Right. So I don't think they'd show Mr. Burns as a shrivelly little fishy dick. Fishy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're doing top five of adjectives, I didn't expect. <laughs> well, this is like an ongoing thing. I've had going through the season if you're referring to Dixie's is Fishy. I'm going to keep it going. Oh, I. I good to know that I've been present for all of these recordings and hadn't picked up on that as a running thread. But what I really like about this episode is that it is very enthusiastic. Sure. In ways that I don't think the show always is. Every character wants what is best for the other characters in this one. They're like yeah. a very happy family. Yeah. They're all working together. This one's really nice. And also, um, the John Lovitz's character, whose name I don't remember. he yeah. I feel like he's, and I have no research to back this up, but I feel like he's one of the few kind of authority figures who's actually positive in the entire universe of The Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a few in this season, but I think he's the most, for me, the most successful one. He's the one that I like the most. Because if you compare him with Sylvia Winthrop, for example, Mm. or compare him with Comic Book Guy, you know, anyone who's in a position of authority tends to be a complete jerk. A little bit like the Seinfeld universe. Yeah, But, um, yeah, no, John Lovitz is just... Screaming another time. Well, art teachers in, um, in any sort of media can sort of go in two directions, I think. They can either be, you know, there's one student in their class who they're trying to tell, oh, you're like a great master, but you don't see it. You don't see it in yourself. I'm going to build you up specifically. Or they're like... The harsh, hipster art critic who doesn't understand their students' work and is very jaded. Right. This dude is different because he loves everything that everyone produces and is very encouraging. It is good. Like, even you know, he sees a guy painting a handrail, he's excited by it. He's just such a force of just pure good. Yeah. He's like Dougie from Twin Peaks. That's what I like about him. Dougie the pizza guy from Pizza Hut from the ad from the 90s. Sure, Nick. Dougie the Pizza Guy from the Pizza Hut ad from the 90s. Yeah. Do you remember those ads? I remember that they existed. I don't remember the content of them. I have a feeling the guy that played Dougie got done on sexual assault charges, which isn't very nice. Christ almighty. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, this is a comedy podcast. Sorry. Um, uh, Is that it for number three? Should we move on to number two? Number two What's your number two? Okay, my number two Very, very close to being my number one Right But in the end I thought Really, there's only like a third of this episode That I fucking love the bits I'm going to put in number two Sure Treehouse of Horror Treehouse of Horror Quoth the Raven What a shine on this one (laughs) Is... (laughs) I was, I was, I was going to guess what third of it you really loved, and I'm guessing it's the Raven third. Yes, yeah. And it, has your, it, favorite, is... and it has your favorite character, Sarah Norman Parra. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is number one on my Norman watch list. I think. Oh yeah. As the most um, irrefutable sighting of what well, the most irrefutable appearance, the strongest proof of Norman, the strongest proof, the strongest proof of Norman. Yeah. Yes. Yes yes and i like i said nearly went number one but then like this is the least simpsony thing they ever did on the show the raven yeah yeah right. and i love it so much that i can't even joke about it yeah i just think it is the coolest shit in the world yeah and i love it the other two parts are also good sure but that part fuck so good so good yeah it's all i care about really Sweet. in the world i mean like you know i try to have happy experiences outside of that seven minutes and it just doesn't happen for me that's all good that right it's pretty good it's good content it's all you need yeah uh my number two is lisa's sub lisa's sub where lisa gets that huge sandwich where she gets and, that huge sandwich yeah and spends a long time just gnawing at it yeah and yeah. and uh you know marge keeps throwing away the sandwich Makes Lisa sick. She gets yeah. it out of the bin. Yeah. Lisa's sub. Yeah, and then Patty um, takes her to that theme park and she becomes the lizard queen. pa Yes, Patty. I really enjoy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> a reference that I feel like few people are going to get, uh, but it's good. I don't care about the people. Um, you know, We look, do love you, though. Five stars, please. Lisa's sub. Um, it's just a really solid episode for me. Yeah, I had a um I had an odd reaction to this one, as you might recall in our episode. Oh, you do- broke out in that rash. Yeah, I did. I did. We had to go to the hospital. Do you remember how we um we've done episodes on all of these already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lisa's sub I got very caught up in the fact that I don't think Mr. Bergstrom's actually a very good teacher. Yeah, there is that. There but is that. I I do understand you are Lisa Simpson is really wonderful. Yes. Uh, that's uh that's one of my favourite things to write on a piece of paper and hand to someone. Mm-hmm. not as good as see you in the car millhouse that that's that, my absolute favorite that is also good yeah yeah i have a note from a friend who uh when she was moving to melbourne joe if you're listening oh hi joe yeah she gave me a a post-it note that just said see you in the car joe that uh-huh. was like six years ago. I still have that note. That's still really good. Still sticky enough that I can stick it onto things. Nice. So Joe, if you're listening, still have that note. Still means a lot to me. You actually moved back to Adelaide and then moved back to Melbourne again. But I've got the note from the first time. You've you've got the the OG note. The OG note. Great. The OG Millhouse note. The OG Millhouse note. Yes. Sweet. The, the the PG Woodhouse first draft. Yes. Exactly. Mm. So Lisa, substitute then. Good episode, yeah, I I've got It's nothing. fine. I've yeah. got nothing it's else. somewhere in though. my top ten, I guess. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I, I'm probably alone in that. People really love that episode. What's your number one? My number one. My number one episode of season two of Little Scene, uh, animated sitcom The Simpsons, children sitcom The Simpsons, is two cars in every garage, three hours on every fish. Ah, uh, Blinky. Yes. And I feel like this would not have been top of my list in previous years, if you would ask me. Interesting. But this year where the events of this episode have kind of actually happened... Ah, has really see what you've done ...has really made this episode feel very prescient and has also kind of made me wish that <laughs> we had followed the lesson this episode was trying to impart Yeah, and uh, not elected... A monster. Yes, an actual literal monster. Yeah. Not, you know, we're Australian, so we didn't do it, but still, you know, I feel no. like... We have some level of responsibility just in... I mean, to be fair, we've elected our own share of monsters in the last... Yes, we have. ...couple of years. So we're not completely without... um, Yeah, and we can't shy away from just how bad things are. (sighs) And I feel like this is an episode that uh, resonated very hard with me at this specific point in time. Sure. And is also very funny and well-constructed. And I think I mentioned during the episode there's a moment where you can see Marge realise how she's going to take down Mr Burns that had never quite clicked with me on previous viewings that really yeah. seemed like a great bit of foreshadowing this time. So Totally. Fucking good episode. I don't think it's one that most people would put at the top of their list. No, I wouldn't have thought of putting it on mine. But having rewatched it recently, yeah. that's a very good episode that I think is undervalued. All so it's right. top of my list for season two. Excellent. Speaking of very good episodes that are not undervalued so number one on my list and uh james i don't know if you've been keeping an eye on the the statistics for our podcast but there yeah, is, been checking in on them there is one episode that we've done which is far and away an absolute barnstormer in the ratings right yeah it is um <clears throat> number one on my list for season two sure homer. Da- dancing homer dancing homer dancing homer now, as far as I'm aware, this episode is universally loved by everyone. Would you say that's correct? Well, it seems like it's getting far, far fewer downloads than any other episode we put up. And see, I just don't get that. By a wide margin. I just Because don't... it's not very good. Uh... Oh, look, I'm going to have to call you out there because I just don't understand. Because it's okay, got, okay. Because it's got that great song about softball at the end of it. Um, actually, Nick. What? Uh... You know what, let's hear the rest of your list first Okay, so it's got that great song about softball Yeah, okay Okay, It's, it, it's got Lisa joining the football team Which is a great little feminist bit Alright, go on it, It's got that moment where, um, you know Homer and his barfly friends enter that contest About who can go the longest without pleasuring themselves It's a great episode Nick, that was you and me That's what we did last weekend turn i expected you to take well the thing is we based Jesus. we based our competition on seinfeld though that's where that's from that's that's seinfeld what that's have you seen seinfeld yeah it's yeah, like yeah. curb your enthusiasm but before oh yeah and um nick none of that happened in dancing homer wait which one's dancing homer then that's the one where um homer does his little dancing and he he goes to capital city Oh, Oh, fuck. I've made a mistake. I've made (laughs) a mistake. Capital City, you know. It's that place where a bum feels like a king and a king feels like some kind of nutty cuckoo super king. (laughs) Nutty (laughs) cuckoo super king. Well, I've I've really made an error then. I I got that episode all wrong. Fuck. All right. That's it. Have you forgotten Dancing Homer? This is. I just scribbled out my entire list. My entire list is valueless now. <laughs> I'm throwing the pen away. I'm throwing the page away. <sighs> this has been Pods the Key Springfield. So, you did, <laughs> so your number one was um, whatever your number two was then. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what it was. And now. your action number five uh, was probably brushed with greatness because that's a very good episode. I hung it on me wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess that's the end of podcasting. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, well, we're about to watch the movie again. Oh, God. (laughs) This evening's getting worse with every turn. So next week you'll hear us, uh, I mean, I think, um, what we're we're going to do this time, though, is just so people have a reason to listen to us watch the movie again. (laughs) I'm going to be on the lookout for the nefarious actions of Dr. Colossus in yes, the background, yes. and you're going to specifically be on Norman Watch. I'm going to be, yeah. That's the goal for the second watching... 100% Norm Watch is what I'll be on. Yeah. So you'll be looking out for deviations from the Norm, and I'll be looking out for the Deviant Colossus. That's good. Yes. That's good. All right, so that is our wrap-up of Season 2, and fucking Dancing Homer and... uh the Trump episode. Those are the ones we liked. I'd say they're triumphant winners. Sure. Um, thanks. Uh, we're on Twitter. Yep. Key Springfield. We have business cards. of the Key Springfield. Yep. We got business cards. If you see us on the street, say, hey, mister, really like your podcast. <coughs> and maybe I'll give you a card. Sure. Yeah. All right. Woozer Wazzle. Talking soft, talk and consecutive. Boom, dun, dun. And Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Right. Steve Satson is running with the law. Can't believe I got the episodes wrong. Joking Homer I was so sure the contest was in Dancing Homer. <laughs> 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 I just imagine Lenny walking in, like sliding into the door going, Well I'm out! <laughs> I can't do a Lenny. Fuck. <laughs> Why did I pick the... <laughs> My impressions... I is... guess it would be Homer, Lenny, Carl and Barney? Yes, it would be Homer, Lenny, Carl. Oh, no, you need a woman in there. Oh, um, okay. Uh, Homer, Lenny, Helen Lovejoy and Barney. Yeah, The Simpsons has no women in <laughs> <this>. <laughs> its cast. Uh, I mean, I guess you could have Marge, but that's not in character. No. Oh, although, you know, Jerry and Elaine used to be a couple, so... You could play off that dynamic and put Marge in there. But you're right, it's not in character. Yeah. Maybe Krabappel? Krabappel. Krabappel. Yeah, that I like. Because we've seen that, you know, she's got some sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did, did, you, did you ever see that movie Sex Drive? Uh, have I seen Sex Drive? It was like it was like a mid-2000s teen comedy thing, but it was done in like 2009, well beyond that format of movie being sustainable. <laughs> what a crazy description! <laughs> it was a mid 2000s sex comedy, but made in two thousand and nine. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. I guess I don't have. I don't have the meta language to. What talk if American Pie two thousand and nine? What if American Pie two thousand and nine? Thank you. There we go. Although I think they did actually bring out an American Pie film in like 2011, I want to say. Well, that's, But that's not the question. <laughs> okay, so the point is we're going to start working on this spec script. Uh, the contest, except it's The Simpsons, we'll call it. Yes. Yes, okay. The Simpsons. Alright. Alright. So that'll be the next season of the show, right? us writing that. Let's do that. Sting over. <laughs>